The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Hi, I'm Helen Peacock, and I'm a spiritual medium, and welcome to Spirit Chat. My mission and passion is to bring comfort and validations that your loved ones are still with you once they have crossed over to the other side. I'm a messenger and a bridge between you and the spirit world. On this podcast, I will be sharing and demonstrating how I connect with spirit. I will also be helping you to develop your own intuition so that you can strengthen your very own connection with your loved ones. I will also have some great guests and chat about the spirit world as well as sharing my readings with people. The afterlife is a celebration, and your loved ones are still with you and willing to communicate. So yes, the conversations continue. Now let's get started. Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode number five of Spirit Chat. And today I wish to chat about how this time of year coming into Christmas can be very fun, can be very happy, but it can also be very challenging and very difficult, especially for those who may be going through their first year of missing that special loved one. And the reason why I wanted to come on here and chat about that is because uh, several clients of mine the last couple of days I've had sessions with have felt and shared with me that they don't want to participate. They don't want to put a tree up. They don't want to buy presents. And that is okay. And don't feel that your loved ones are going to judge you on this. That's totally, totally not the case. They know how you feel. They blend in with you. They know exactly how you feel. So know that it's okay if you don't wish to do that. Now, on the other hand, if you do still wish to participate with Christmas, especially if you have family, especially if you have children, then why not make it about maybe perhaps creating new traditions around this time of year and celebrate that your loved ones are still with you and celebrate with them being with you during this time of year and trusting that they are. Some examples I like to share are, so for example, you know, set up a dinner setting at the table of that special loved one, knowing that they will be there. Uh, Perhaps have, you know, each member of the family or friends bring a picture and have them share their special memories of that loved one, especially if it's around this time of year. Perhaps have everyone, maybe they want to bring a Christmas card for that special loved one And perhaps place those cards on the mantle or place them around the Christmas tree. But the most important thing to do, and again, this is my opinion, is celebrate them. 
celebrate their memories, your memories of the things and perhaps what they would do around Christmas time, including them into your Christmas festivities. Here's an example. Um, my stepmom, she's been passed for about, about seven years now. And Christmas was her favorite time of year. She would put the Christmas village up. She would start building it up around October. And, and I mean, like right down to the detail of this village, like there would be like an ice rink with a little dock, little lobsters and the fishermen and sleighs and, you know, skaters and the church and the community center and parks, like you name it, it was in this village. And she put so much love and effort into this gorgeous village. She also loved collecting old Santas. Now, mind you, I was never really much into old Santas. But when she had passed, I collected a few of her Santas. So this year, I decided to take them all out and I displayed them around my home. And each one has a personal meaning. So I'm bringing her essence into my home with her old Santas. And that just makes me feel good. And I feel, I do, I feel her presence when I'm looking at those Santas. And again, each one of those has those memories. And I live by myself, so I just felt like I can talk about them with everybody at Christmas time because... It's just not going to happen this year. But still, it's putting them out in her honor and celebrating her and bringing back those beautiful memories. And they are quite nice to look at, by the way. Also, um, I had a client. This was quite fascinating, and I've never had this before, where the husband came through and actually was sharing through me what he knows that his wife bought for the children. How fascinating is that? He knew that she bought a specific bracelet to be given on Christmas Day and then came through and mentioned, well, how about the other children buying them bracelets with his name or what was it? No, it was his thumbprint on these bracelets. Now, mind you, this was also being Zoom recorded. And he was very specific about these bracelets. And it floored her to know that he knew about a certain bracelet that's now going to be given to all of the children. And of course, the tears were flowing. She became very emotional. And she strongly felt that he was guiding her and pushing her as gift suggestions. I also have another one to share that just happened the other day. But back to this one. And so I said to her, why not? Because I felt like he was coming through and want me to share this. I, I, I strongly feel that he wanted the children to see the Zoom recording of me channeling him and being very specific regarding these bracelets and how he knows the future in regards to these special Christmas presents. So I hope she does. She was quite thrilled by that. Um, I did ask her to message me after Christmas just to share with me the experience and, and how they reacted to that. But how beautiful to have that loved one come through and share with his wife what he knew that she bought. 
Now, another one, and actually this was an in-person session where I had a gentleman come by the name of John and he had his wife come through and she did the shopping list. And the look on his face was like, that is, that is definitely something that she would want the girls to have. And she even showed me a specific store and what to buy. And to fast forward, so one of the children is having a hard time expressing her feelings in regards to missing her mom. So what she came through was having John go to, I believe it was an Indigo store, or maybe it's chapters, I'm not sure which one you would know, whoever's listening to this is a bookstore, and having him go there, go to a journal section, and she will be nudging him into which one would be the perfect one for each of the girls, and there's two of them, by the way, and a nice pen to go with it. There was something else I can't remember, but he doesn't like to shop and he was really trying to push through Christmas. He did decorate. He was there with the girls because they're much older. I think they're 18 and 21, something like that. And he was just going through the motions. But once I mentioned to him about, um, and what was her name? Lolly. Her name was Lolly. And the reason why I remember that, because it's such an unusual name, Lollipop kept coming to mind. But Knowing that Lolly was going to be there with him, shopping for the girls. But here's the clincher. The gifts were not from John. The gifts were from Lolly. And I thought, wow, how fascinating is that? And, you know, this was an in-person session, so it's not like that he could share a recording. But voice recording, yes, but not the Zoom. And so hopefully he may share the voice recording with the girls that their mother, Lolly, actually bought those journals for her girls and to have them write to her, especially if they were having challenges in expressing their grieving. And I thought how therapeutic as well. So each page could be a letter to her or just how they're feeling in that moment, knowing that their mother was going to be there, is going to be there with them, with the journal. So I just wanted to share that. Um, so if you're one of those here in the physical realm, that's, it's going, you know, going through those motions, call your loved ones in and ask them to assist you in regards to certain gifts, in regards to certain ways to start new traditions. I, I definitely do like the dinner setting. That's, that's one of my favorites. And it's very, very important that you, you do discuss the memories and bringing in the music, the Christmas music. And, you know, again, the decoratings, did they have their favorite ornaments? And that's another one actually is perhaps everyone bring an ornament for the tree that reminds them of their loved one in spirit. Again, including them and having cheers and talk about what was their favorite thing. Yesterday's client, this is all coming right to me as I'm, as I'm speaking now. Yesterday's client, I can't remember um, the names, but there was um, a gentleman that came through, the father. And no, it wasn't a gentleman. It was a, an Uncle John, That another John. <laughs> That's right. So an Uncle John came forward yesterday, and this was a Zoom client. And John always had 
Christmas at his house, him and his wife's house. So my client, this was her, her uncle John that was coming through. And so Christmas was still being held at his house, but of course it was going to be uh, for the wife. Um, who would be holding it. And I forget. Oh, Donna. Donna was her name. And he came through and he was showing me him. You know, when you sharpen knives, when you're going to cut like a big turkey, that's exactly what he showed me. So that was my symbol to say, did John always do Christmas at his house? Was he the one who always carved the turkey? You know, everything had to be perfect with when it came to the food. Food was like his importance. That was his, that was his job was regarding the food. And she was like, yes. And then he showed me and gave me the name. I believe was his name was Robert James. And he's the oldest of this, of all the boys. And so he showed me him with the knife, sharpening the knife. And it was basically uncle, his father, uncle John saying to him, now you are in charge, continue the tradition and again, sharpening the knives. And I thought, wow, how wonderful is that? And that the whole family is still going to Uncle John's. Now, here's the clincher. I, I seem to say that quite a bit. Here's the thing. Is that he just recently passed. So this is very, very fresh. But he came through amazingly. And usually I say to my clients, please don't come see me for at least three to four months until the passing of your loved one. But he did pretty good considering, and I think, no, I don't think I know, and I feel that the reason why he did well coming through is that because it is Christmas, he also acknowledged the day that he passed was also the day that his granddaughter was born on the exact same day. And that's the validation that my client wanted to hear. So between the birth and a passing, um, how emotional will that be celebrating the new grandchild this time of year, but without the presence, the physical presence of Uncle John. So I wanted to share that as well, is how important it is that the loved ones know that you're still moving on, that you're still celebrating, that they're still going to be with you, and again, in a different way. So I'm just going back reading my notes here. Also, another one that I, I got too is especially if your loved one like to do donations or charity work, how about stepping in and doing that on their behalf as well? Um, and again, sharing memories. Let's go back to that. So this time of year, um, when I think of my loved ones who, who are in spirit, there's one, my friend Mo, every time, every Christmas, she loved her red cardinals. And I know that's a, a very popular symbol for loved ones here in the physical realm is seeing those red cardinals. Now, remember, again, signs are not signs if you're looking for them. So a red cardinal can show up, depending on where you are in the world at this time of year, can also show up on a Christmas card, can also show up like on a coffee mug or a poster or a postcard or a Christmas napkin, something like that. And so that's their way of saying, I'm here. They're saying hello, because you know that that red cardinal is a symbol of them, again, especially this time of year. Now, one of my symbols for me personally, and I'll share a memory, is when I, and I actually posted this, um, I think last week, is shortbread cookies. Whenever I think of my grandmother, on my dad's side, 
I think of shortbread cookies this time of year. And the reason for that is because I do remember when I was around four years old, my mother took um, myself and my brother to Scotland. And I believe we went, yeah, it was around Christmas time, of course. And I do remember being in her apartment, being in her kitchen, putting out these delicious shortbread cookies. And I love cookies. You can call me Mrs. Cookie Monster. <laughs> That's how much I love my cookies. And I remember eating them and I put my hand out to grab just one more. And I looked up at that moment and looked at my mother and the look on her face was like, don't you dare. <laughs> so needless to say, I pulled my hand back. I was like, okay, I've probably had enough. Got to, you know, leave some for others. But then later on in the day, my grandmother pulled me aside and she snuck a few more cookies for me. So that's a memory that I'll always cherish. And so whenever this time of year, all of a sudden I forget that craving or I happen to smell shortbread cookies, even though I'm not in a kitchen or I'm not near any baked goods. But if my grandmother impresses on me shortbread cookies, that's how I know she's visiting. And she was known for that. So again, this time of year, you're going to come and remember these memories of your loved ones for this time of year. And your loved ones love that, again, because it draws them in closer, it raises your frequency, it raises your vibration, all that good stuff. Now, I wanted to make this a short one. Um, I'm just, just going over my notes here so I don't forget anything because I'm doing this on a fly. Um, now, if you are there by yourself and you are thinking of your loved one, especially if this is your first time, celebrating or maybe if you're not celebrating but your first time not having your loved one for Christmas this is where I invite you to find a spot especially if it's a chair that they would sit in sit in that chair grab a glass of wine a hot chocolate or an eggnog whatever you desire light a candle maybe if you do have the Christmas tree light the Christmas tree and set the intention and call them into your space and just begin to speak with them Speak with them as if they're actually there. And they are, again, just in a different way. But speak out loud and just start talking to them. And trust whatever it is that you may receive from them. Again, it could be the impression or the smell of shortbread cookies, right? Maybe you may hear the sharpening of a knife getting ready to carve that turkey. Maybe you'll get the energy pushed to your wrist as if wearing a bracelet, I'm just using these as an example. And it's trusting through your senses that your loved one, especially this time of year, are with you. I'm just sharing that as an example. Um, another thing I would like to share with you is a poem that I found. And it's called My First Christmas in Heaven. And again, keeping in mind, even though they're in that special place, there is always that connection that they have with you, that they have with their angels, that they have with their families who are in spirit as well, and also the connection to source. Whatever you believe in, a higher power. But here's a poem that I found, and I just wanted to read it out loud, and hopefully I don't make any mistakes. It's called My First Christmas in Heaven. And it goes like this. I see the countless Christmas trees around the world below, with tiny lights like heaven stars 
reflecting on the snow. The sight is so spectacular, please wipe away that tear, for I am spending Christmas with Jesus Christ this year. I hear the many Christmas songs that people hold so dear, but the sounds of music can't compare with the Christmas choir up here. I have no words to tell you, the joy their voices bring, for it is beyond description to hear the angels sing. I know how much you miss me. I see the pain inside your heart. But I am not so far away. We really aren't apart. So be happy for me, dear ones. You know I hold you dear. And be glad I'm spending Christmas with Jesus Christ this year. I send you each a special gift from my heavenly home above. I send you each a memory of my undying love. After all, love is the gift, more precious than pure gold. It was always most important in the stories Jesus told. Please love and keep each other as my Father said to do, for I can't count the blessing or love he has for each of you. So have a Merry Christmas and wipe away that tear. Remember, I'm spending Christmas with Jesus Christ this year. And of course, the author is unknown, but there's just something special about that poem to me, which means knowing that your loved one is in a special, beautiful place. And how they are still sharing the essence of themselves from that special place and being with source. How beautiful is that? Now, if you also want to gift a special loved one this time of year, um, I do have a gift certificates um, link available on my website. And I like to call this the magic of giving and receiving. So it's not just about gifting a loved one here in the physical realm, but it's also gifting the loved one in spirit, the connection of them coming through, giving them the opportunity, opening the door for them for connecting with the loved one here in the physical realm. How beautiful is that? And of course, there's no expiry date because I don't believe we expire. But some, that is a question I get asked. Is there an expiry date on the gift certificate? I'm like, no. Do we expire? So why should the gift certificates expire? <laughs> but that's my own little humor. But if you are looking for that unique gift, then yes, I do suggest perhaps a, a gift certificate. And that's available on my website at helenpeacock.ca. So there's that. Um, so hopefully... By listening to this, I may have given you some ideas, and if it's not for you personally, perhaps share my podcast, this particular episode, or, you know, just verbally sharing this with others. Um, one more thing that just came to mind as well is also during this time of year, and if you know someone is struggling and you're not sure what to say to them, you don't know what what to ask of them, how to assist them, let them know that you're there. And all you have to do is just listen. Just let them share their feelings, express their feelings, 
absolutely just listen. And that's the gift that you can give to that special someone who's grieving for their first Christmas without their loved one. So hopefully I've given you a little bit of something, something here. Again, I just did this on the fly and my microphone wasn't working today, but I was still persistent in doing this. And so hopefully um, I can fine tune it somehow so that it sounds quite clear. Um, I just want to wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, spending it with family or perhaps by yourself. And being good to yourself, being kind to yourself, reflecting perhaps, taking time out and then journaling, sitting by a fire, whatever it is that you're doing, again, know that your loved ones are with you in just a different way. Celebrating them and celebrating you and celebrating togetherness. Thank you so much for listening. And again, have a happy new year and Merry Christmas. God bless. If you enjoyed my podcast and would like to have your very own session with me, please visit my website at helenpeacock.ca. And you can also subscribe and follow me on social media. And wherever you are listening from, I would really love it if you could please leave me a review. Thank you again for tuning in. And remember, love never ends. It's just different. Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.